ऐप है एस बी एस हिंदी के साथ और खबरों के लिए जाएं sbs.com.au/hindi पर रीजनल इलाकों में माइग्रेंट्स क्यों नहीं जाते ये समझने के लिए और इस स्थिति को सुधारने के लिए सरकार ने पिछले साल एक समिति का गठन किया था इस समिति ने कोरोनावायरस के कारण बदले हालात में अपने कामकाज को बीच में ही रोक दिया है एक रिपोर्ट कमेटी ने पेश की है जिसमें रीजनल इलाकों की कुछ समस्याओं पर बात की गई है क्या हैं ये समस्याएं और कमेटी ने उन पर जो बातें की हैं उनसे क्या लाभ होता है इन सवालों पर हम चर्चा कर रहे हैं अबुल रिजवी से जो एक माइग्रेशन एक्सपर्ट हैं केंद्र सरकार के माइग्रेशन डिपार्टमेंट में काम कर चुके हैं और इस कमेटी के सामने बतौर विशेषज्ञ पेश भी हुए थे अबुल रिजवी आपका स्वागत है एस हिंदी पर वट आर योर टेक अवेज फ्रॉम द रिपोर्ट दैट हैज बिन रिलीज बाई द कमेटी Well, I think I think the report makes a number of good points about uh, the issues facing regional Australia and the the concerns about the current arrangements in terms of visas for regional Australia. It was disappointing that there are no actual recommendations because I think the urgency of issues facing regional Australia are significant and are deserving of of some some genuine action. You yourself gave some evidence during the inquiry. What were your yes. uh, suggestions? Well, I think there's a few uh, points I would make about the current situation. The first is I think the 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 design of the visas that have been set up to assist regional Australia are just unnecessarily complex and that is creating a problem. Mm-hmm. The second challenge that arises is that a number of the visas are capped, that is there are limitations on the number that are issued in any particular state or region. that doesn't make a lot of sense given the priority the government says it has for regional australia the third problem is there is a serious issue in terms of the level of resources being devoted to actually visa processing as a result of which uh, there are very long processing times and long processing times for businesses and for skilled migrants have serious negative implications they create both cost delay and risk uh, of people with critical skills not coming to australia faster processing times are important to remaining competitive in this space and then finally i would say that very slow processing times and unnecessarily complex visa design leads to a situation where genuine businesses genuine skilled migrants are penalized and those people who are not so genuine are advantaged so i would point to those four problems with the current situation which need urgent uh, which need to be addressed urgently but are these so simple the problems do you, don't you think these are very complicated problems and can't have very simple answers they are complex problems that's true but uh, they they firstly need actual some some political will to deal with them and a preparedness to deal with uh, uh, bureaucracies that are quite inert in terms of these problems i don't i'm not saying that uh, dealing with these problems is simple but but a failure to recognize the problem in the first place means you'll never get around to addressing them there has been a lot of talk about this income threshold which was levied upon by the government while introducing these regional visas and the committee has yes. also talked about this problem uh, in in its report what do you think yes should there be a threshold well there are there are two types of visas where the income thresholds are applied and they those income thresholds operate very differently in those two types of circumstances uh, 
In terms of uh, employer-sponsored visas, there absolutely should be income thresholds, but they should be kept simple and there should be a clear delineation for regional Australia compared to metropolitan Australia. Then there are income thresholds applied to the new, uh, the new, the two new regional visas. Those income thresholds operate in a different way. They're not designed to protect the individual. They are in fact designed to prevent individuals accessing permanent residence. So it's a very different objective. And when you apply income thresholds to people who are going to have to live in regional Australia and work in regional Australia for three years, use of an income threshold in those circumstances, I think, does not meet the test of good public policy. And still there is an issue of occupation lists. I mean, isn't it surprising that the basic thing like an occupation list is still an issue when we are at a stage where regional migration is considered so important for the development of Australian economy and we are not yet at a stage when we can finally say this is what we need? Well, uh, once again, I would, I would caution against uh, uh, how we consider uh, occupational lists. For, for independent categories of migration, you need an occupation list. It, the, 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 the category can't actually operate without an occupation list. And the occupational list will inevitably fluctuate over time in terms of what is needed. And, and that's, that's, that's simply going to be the case uh, for those categories. For uh, employer-sponsored visas, however, I, I've always found um, occupational lists don't make a lot of sense because what is required in a particular region is going to be vastly different to what is required in a different region. And having occupational lists that try to cater for the vast range of circumstances of different regions just doesn't work. You're better off having a threshold skill level and anything above that skill level should meet the requirements. Anything below doesn't meet the requirements. It should be kept as simple as that for employer-sponsored visas. Well, thank you so much, Abul Rizvi, for this insightful conversation and your time. You're welcome. Bye-bye. ऐसे ही और कहानियाँ सुनना चाहते हैं एप्पल पॉडकास्ट गूगल पॉडकास्ट स्पॉटिफाई या फिर जहाँ आप पॉडकास्ट सुनते हैं वहाँ हम हैं